At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of Kill the Mockingbirds with your hosts, Sean Chris, riding shotgun with the flamethrower jumping out the side in the back seat. Now, man, he's everywhere. What's going on, man? Brat! 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 I can't make a sound of a flamethrower, so I'm just going off, baby. There you go. You got it better than I did, bro. You know what it does. That's what we're doing. We're here to cook them to death, baby. Kill the Mockingbirds. We're in the house, and we got a killer show for you today. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) It just works out that way sometimes. (laughs) So I'm sure, uh, uh, like, you know, uh, we we have a... an episode similar kind of like this but not on this we just did like the yeezy and then just so happens another big uh thing happened with the uh, takeoff from egos man you know that was in the news that's uh, the hot takes i've seen, uh, seen a lot of the you know usual suspects really put some good shit down you know i thought larry johnson got some shit why um I, I listened to a little bit of everything in the uh a couple other ones like seek the scripture stuff like that like they have a, uh, a couple other ones they have Real good plays, but um, yeah, man. Uh, takeoff died 11 1 2022, and uh, let's let's just get into it, man. There's not a lot to just there's just so much to unpack. We should just jump right in. Let's take off. <laughs> so, here's a, a little response. I'm gonna show this first. This is a takeoff, uh, literally a week before. Uh, um, he unfortunately passed away. It was a week before, and he was on um, Noriega's Drink Champs, and this is what he was saying. Uh, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm chill. You know, I'm trying to lay it back, but mm-hmm. it's time to pop it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's time to give me my flowers. You know what I right. mean? I don't yes. want them later on when I ain't here. Goddamn you know it. Mean? I want them right now. So. so, like, how ironic, you know, asking for his flowers a week before um, his ultimate demise and you know like there's a lot we could say about that it was uh technically all saints day or you know uh halloween was like the right before uh the devil the witching hour pretty much because supposedly when he was shot was somewhere around 2 30 ish 
Like nobody's saying for sure. Like there's not an actual definitive time. I think even right now it's kind of crazy. Uh, right away, I heard the story that um, you know there was a text. Someone screenshotted a text where they were talking about Quavo. I guess the the whole story about that is he got into it after a dice game with somebody that like was breaking his pockets. He was doing bad, meaning like he was in the hole. And then they were arguing about like seemed like petty, stupid shit uh, from what I heard from the video. And then allegedly someone swings at Quavo. One of their entourage from the Migos pulls out, busts a couple of times, shoots. Uh, then someone from the other side starts shooting. And then, one, um, yeah, one of them took out a takeoff and right to the, through the throat and through the torso. And I think like two other people got hit. And right away, we all were fuming, right? Right, Joel? Me and you, uh, we got that shit ignited right away. So... What are your thoughts on uh, that? Was just basically the premise. I was just giving the premise of what happened with him. Um, but what's your take on it? Like, wh- where are we going with this? I mean, I got a lot of angles to go with it. Uh, I want to say something about that video, though, if anybody's watched it, because we just played the clip. But it was funny. Uh, Quavo was acting a little odd in that video. If you, when they flashed to him, he was overacting. He was like, "Yeah, bro, yeah, your flowers, bro, your accolades." Like just the way he was doing it, man, just didn't seem very genuine to me. So that was kind of weird too. And we all know, like, when it comes to the Migos, Quavo is probably at the top as far as what people know. But then you got Offset. People kind of know those two. It really take off as the guy that has been always in the shadows. He's you know, probably the best rapper out of the three, in my opinion, um, just f- pure flows and lyrics. I think he's probably the best out of the out of the three. Now, Quavo's off, obviously got the catchy hooks. He's got the stuff that's real catchy. It's going to be in the club. He's done all the, like the big features. You know what I mean? Like Post Malone, Drake, you know, Travis Scott, like all those he's he's involved with, um, you know, offset to a point, you know, to a point as well. He's very similar in that realm um as far as popularity goes um and that's kind of what takeoff was saying in that video you know my flowers he wanted he wants his accolades he wants his time now i feel like i feel like he was letting people know or maybe the industry and maybe the powers that be behind the industry like hey yo it's my time i done sat back here and watched the rest of these dudes and i'm gonna go a little esoteric with it too like all the you know Things they've been involved with behind the scenes, you know, when it comes to the occult, you know, he may even be looking at look, I've done my part and he may have done some other things that we don't know about. You know what I mean? He may be the grimy one out of the three, really. So he may just be like, look, it's my time. It's my flowers. And then you got Quavo over there like, oh, man, like he's already been, pop- been popping up behind the scenes. Quavo may have been already privy to what was about to happen. So that's why he's over doing like, yeah, bro. Yeah, you know, you know, bro. Like the way he was acting was just so overacting. It, it really wasn't even real when I watched him do it. And that really keyed me off, too. Um, and this is obviously a retrospect, man. You're looking at something after you know when something's happened. But it just seemed odd to me. Um, I do think that there is a, you know, Luciferian, satanic aspect to this. Um, I know where you want to go with it. And I do agree with you that, too, though. I, I think, um, and I'm going to let you expound on your thoughts about it. But to me, at the, at, at the I'm not going to say the base level because the base level is more where you're going to go. But I would say more of a behind the scenes interworkings part of it. I think that there is a satanic Luciferian element to it just because you know what these guys have been involved with. I mean, like 
you know, Quavo's on the front cover of albums, giving up the, you know, as above, so below. Like these guys, you look at any of their videos, highly satanic, highly Luciferian. I mean, these guys have been doing stuff with Drake forever. We know how Drake rolls. Like none of this is, is, is a mystery to anybody that's in the know. Like, you know, people want to say it's art, whatever. It's not art. They're not all doing it as art. Like they're not all covering up one eye, but they all did. The Migos were really, uh, integral, integral, or sorry, integral in Atlanta, in the Atlanta scene when like mumble rap was coming up, they were kind of like the forefathers of it, right? Like they came around like when future was around, they kind of built that base in Atlanta. And I was, you know, I'm from that area. So I know like when Migos came out, Versace, 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 you know, when that song hit, man, that was it. They, it was over with then. Cause they, they literally catapulted to the forefront they had drake on the track they got the drake cosign this is when drake was literally at the peak you know he was the number one rapper in the world at the time they got cosign and they went off like all of them and then they each dropped like solo projects that did really well too um so they not only that but if you track them back to what they've done in the industry before even when they were younger they've been in the industry for a long time people thought these guys were just like coming up out of nowhere well like offset was like the backup dancer for whitney houston so like these guys were doing shit when they were young like they've been in the industry like people don't see this is back to that part where you know not every artist is made but i will say a lot of these artists that are like super mega stars and even in the acting world they've been cultivated since they were kids to be this they've been like trained into this world so it's made very easy for them now their backstory and break down that a little bit more i think that's where people get confused because i'm with you on this because i think people think like it's like that they're they're born into this and then like not not saying that they aren't but i'm saying like that if they're given this plan like hey when you're 17 you're gonna do this right that's not exactly what it is it's not like there's this full script but they're but they're molding them into being what they want and they're they're giving on certain knowledge that will get them into the direction they won't yeah, you, exactly. You look at the Mickey Mouse like this, Club. That's what I Justin mean. Like, because people, I think, get it too. They get yep. too much with it. And, and listen, don't get me wrong. You know, when you get on like the scripted like mind frame, some of that's true. And I do agree that like some of these like kids are, are like literally showed what to do. They come from these elite bloodlines, and they're literally shown. Okay, this is what your lot is going to be in life. You're going to be famous. We're going to make you famous, and we're going to push you there. No, no, but I'm There's saying some like, of that. hey, Small... on November fifth, you're going to have to do that. Like, you know, what oh, I'm saying yeah, it's like, it's not all they, like they, that. It's once you build them up and you get all those things Correct. that you can take away from them that now that they, they, they have you, they're like, okay, gotcha. Now you got to do this. Yeah. Or that's what I think that people are in a, in a position of that they're going to lose everything or they're going to die or whatever that may be. They don't really realize that. I'm not saying that nobody does, but I think that a lot of it is, like you said, they just mold them into be these mm-hmm. stars and, and, and they don't really know where they're going with it. They just know that they're going to be famous and that's all they now that's all they know about and that's all they want. And that's the best part when you talk about the Migos. If these guys are that deep, in the game that early right so then you gotta start questioning like you know what are they rapping about or are they really rapping about things that are actually like they've seen and they've been a part of like there's that part of it too that's that that's that disconnect with that like 
real and fake stuff, right? So you've got now this is what they do with those guys too. They implement them in situations to where that they have to perform at least like I'm not saying perform on a stage, but like perform in the real world these type of things. So yeah, they are hanging around a lot of gang members. They are banging. They are doing some of these things. So some of that stuff, at least on the uh, like the the baseline level is true but they were like cultivated into it they weren't they weren't just like some kid that didn't have money that was like growing up on the streets no it wasn't like that they were they were bred into what they wanted them to be because they knew that man we can create this group that's gonna be dude you know they get compared to the beatles which is absolutely shocking to me but they get compared to some of the greatest groups of all time and it's like when i look look at it I don't, I, you know, I can't argue it from the standpoint of how much they've sold, what kind of impact they made on the world in that scene, and the longevity that they had is insane, bro. I remember when they came out and the I was worldwide, like, like when you know, when right, people know you from other countries, that's global, when like I know bro. you know they're huge. And what's so crazy, to me, I remember when they first came out, bro. I was like, they're gonna last a year. I literally told myself that. I told people around me, I was like, man, they just don't have the gas. Like they got a unique sound for right now, but they're in that future realm. But even future, future's longevity was way longer than I thought. Like those guys like went way longer than I thought because they were able to constantly um do things with like other artists and i think that's what they're really good at their their features are always really good whether it's a hook whether it's just you know a, a tight little verse here or whatever they're and really that's good their at best that. song usually usually the one that has the best hook and the best beat has the most potential for radio play is their feature that where they get a feature on it so it doubles up you know what mm-hmm. i mean they were able to like be like this is already going to be a hit but we're just going to certify it right away by getting a huge name on it no, for sure, man. And, and, you know, just back to like what I think about, you know, take take off and, and what I think happened. I do think there's a huge interworking of the occult there because it's just there's too many signs, too many signals um, back to them starting out as kids. That's very occultic. You know, it's like you said, they're, they're just breeding them into the system. And the deeper they get into the system, like you said, they got way more to lose. You look at like Britney Spears, you look at uh, uh, Justin Timberlake, some of these people that came out of the Mickey Mouse Club that were kind of born and bred into it. By the time they get to a certain point, they're 2021, 20, they're super, you know, millionaires multi-millionaires they got a lot to lose at that point so then they've got you like at that point they and got to your you. point aaron carter this that is uh there's another past one. like now that we're recording it the day before you know like the day before we're recording it yesterday uh recording this and he was the and kid you, brother you are right <laughs> of yeah the- <laughs> i know and, and you are right the symbolism is crazy like one thing i didn't hear a lot of people talk about he died 18 years from when mac dre died 11 um one and nobody ever solved that murder that's pretty wild, man. Yeah, that Mac Dre thing was pretty wild, too. And, you know, he'd been rapping for years, man. But, like, he was so deep into, like, gang culture and all of that that it was very easy for them to just chalk it up to, like, gang violence or whatever. Yeah, they still haven't even solved the crime. And, and then you knew that was a little occultic because he was killed at 330. It's 33, wild, man. right? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Look at this one. Uh uh, off, uh, take off's last album, the the album that he made, his solo album, the last rocket. <laughs> Where was he killed? In Houston. Was it the basketball team? Houston Rockets. Uh, Houston also associated with NASA. You know what I mean? Like, and there's all, all kinds of occultic things with that. So it's like there is a lot of 
things that are kind of mysterious. Also, Wack 100 was uh, caught on uh, uh, Clubhouse. Um, I did see some people post some screenshots of it, but who knows how real they are. But they were saying like Diddy, uh, Drake, they all unfollowed Quavo immediately. And even Jay Prince said un- unfollowed did too? Quavo. Yeah, and then Offset did too. <laughs> that It was like, what? Yeah, they said they all unfollowed him. And then when it got called out that they unfollowed him right after the murder, that they all refollowed him. So it was really weird. Now... Was that coordinated for a purpose? Do they want us to know something by doing that? Like that's that seems like you know it's pretty obvious. People are watching, right? These days, people are always looking for a conspiracy, so especially when it comes to hip hop. So you know, hip hop man is just bred and and you know, just deep rooted in, in conspiracies. Now, I really ever since reverence, really ever since the Illuminati culture that started in like two thousand and eight ish with like well, really. Pac, honestly, like the when, when like you know, it was yeah, all these right. little conspiracies and hip hop and stuff. But Pac was the first real, yeah. And that was remember that's when everyone's like, oh man, and that Bone Thugs, they were like, he, he's alive. They're like, oh yep. man, he said he's alive. And then there was like, you had to like get the pieces together. Yeah. And, oh man, I mean, Machiavelli. Remember everybody? We were kids, that's and right. there wasn't even the internet like that. And we were like, oh man, yeah, he was a fo- uh, Machiavelli was a poet that faked his death. That's why you know what I'm saying. Everybody was like, everybody knew that. Like man, I, man, you didn't know that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I oh, remember you didn't know that. that. Yeah, he, and then he kept dropping the albums, and and I think that was the first like blueprint of of what I'm kind of my angle is kind of I I do think that there's some kind of like sacrifice, but I think it had to be more nefarious, right? Like, mm-hmm. like one time just like having somebody die, or you know, like so because you have a blood oath. I get that. I said there's a spiritual warfare, but. What's the cash value, right? Like, what's the assets? And then this is a little clip from who I don't like. And I and this is a guy who, unless I'm talking shit about him because DJ Academics is a bitch. No. I'm sure if he ever hears this, he'll try to bark and blah, blah, blah. Look, bro, I don't care about the whole, say the pull up, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. I think you're a bitch. I think you're a culture vulture. I think that everything he does is horrible for the scene. He, he tries to lift up the worst of the worst, man. And he doesn't even try to, he's not even a hip hop head, if you ask me. But I thought this was a good little piece he had with French Montana. Montana, where he kind of spills the beans of what a lot of these labels have and like what may be going on too much too much beefing and we was beefing for real like people was like dying and this and that and it was just like it was it was blocking a lot of money people don't want to touch you you know what i'm saying you know your rap friends somebody gets shot your rap friends stop picking up the label stop picking up mm. now nah, it, gets, it gets crazy you know what i'm saying it gets crazy but now it's even crazier because really they, they getting life insurance on artists. At least back then, we didn't have that. Somebody told me that shit. First of all, Somebody I gotta say, told man. Somebody that shit. Man, that, and then he was like, shit. really? Really? Like, shut up, Bro, man. do you ever, He's real so quick, annoying, before man. you go on your tangent here, man, <laughs> do you ever remember that uh, when he was uh, doing the live reaction to that Drake album? No, 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 I'm sorry, Travis Scott album. And Drake came out like, uh, you know, did, did like the Drake, like, yeah, or whatever. He's like, dude, he fell out of the seat and everything because he just heard Drake do an ad lib. Bro, that guy is just absolutely next level, bro. I mean, he ran Joe Budden off, man. Like, come on. Like, which good for Joe, man, getting out of that shit, man, with academic. I did love like that show only because Joe used to just absolutely torch him, bro. Like, just. <laughs> Yeah, and it was a good like yeah for show entertainment value. But I mean, I got my own little thing with Joe. I mean, he's a he's a lover your hate kind of guy. But I, I I do respect that he's always him, man. I'll give 
I know you I'll give him that. He's always him. Music though, because I'm a huge Joe Budden. Like I love like, and I don't the hate Joe Budden's music. Albums. I think he's still good. I just he's emotional. Uh, I just <laughs> yeah, no, it's not that. It's just like it's just I don't know, man. It's like, it's not like something different and unique. But yeah, see, I do I'm think the opposite of that. that. See, I thought it was unique. Yeah. To me. I love because the thing was to me, everybody remembered. Joe Budden from Pump It Up, right? So people slept on like his lyrical ability. Never say he was just absolutely the greatest lyricist of all time, but I thought he was way like. Granted, I think over the years he's become more overrated, but I think initially he was super underrated for like what he could do. So yeah, anyway, that's my Joe Budden uh, shit, man. This just to just let people know, like Sean and I had a, a deep debate about top fives and Joe Budden. It, lyrical rap ability when we were in Tennessee together. So this is where this is stemming from. So for anybody that wants to know why we're talking about it right now, that's why. <laughs> and if Budden wants to talk shit, you know, he'll talk shit on me and he'll be cool with you. So that, that works. <laughs> like, he'll be like, yeah, that guy Joel's cool, but I don't know about the other motherfucker. <laughs> but I, I did find it interesting, like, they have these, uh, and I get it because, you know, football players and stuff like that, but you have this life insurance. It's not going to their family. Like, you know what I mean? It's right. not like, oh, yeah, we're getting life in. It's going to the label. It's almost like the same scheme that they did in 2008 with the houses of where they were like, man, it's cool. We got we got these uh, insurance on these loans. So if these people fold on that loan, we'll get whatever money they gave us, resell the house for a similar or more, depending on when the market was. And then we get all the money from the insurance. And that's what they're doing. And they get double because they get the money from the insurance, from uh, the life insurance. Plus... It's a win-win because now that they've passed away, everybody's going to back catalog them. They're going to be in every single – it's the best press you can get. I mean it's very morbid to think that way, but it is. It's the best ever – everybody's numbers skyrocket. And I, if you think that someone is like, hey, man, I, I could get so much gold out of this. Plus you make them like eternal, right? Like when you – when Tupac's – whether he's dead or he's not dead, whatever we believe on that situation, with his death that was publicized – Made him a legend, made him like a myth, not like something that like stories come around like, hey, man, like when a hundred years from there, I'd be like, yeah, there used to be this guy named Tupac and they didn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like it could easily be spun into a, a ghost story where you're like, let me ask you this, Sean, let's see what you think about this. So to that Tupac point, what do you think about like some of these rappers faking their deaths over the years anyway? Like even some of these newer rappers, because it's almost like. That they set it up for it. I mean, XXX did that. He basically like told you before it happened, and then he had like some very cryptic messages in his music videos where it looked like that he was basically showing you. And then he put out the whole thing like, "Hey, you know, if I'm gone, it's Drake that did it." You know what I mean? And then of course Drake had a couple bars and a couple songs that were you know pretty sketchy. You know, definitely sounded like he he did the you know set the hit off or whatever. But it's like, what if it's Right. And and my thing is like, what if some of the, a lot of this stuff, you know, this goes to that like scripted world mentality, but like, you know, I do think that some of that exists too. And, and I'm wondering somewhat if some of these guys, if it is a game, like, it's kind of like, all right, look, this is what you're going to do. Like, we're going to set up this whole thing. You're going to make a ton of money off of this music after you die, because these folks are really going to buy. I mean, dude, XXX could drop out anything right now and it would go skyrocket they could be hey we just found 10 new tracks we didn't know existed you know what i mean like it could i'm not saying he's not dead he could be dead i'm just i throw it out there like there's that little 10 15 percent that i think that that stuff happens and i think that you know he was such a big artist i mean people compare him to tupac which is 
mind blowing to me, but I guess for his generation, I could see why some of those people could say that. So, you know, I, what do you think about that? I feel like there's always a possibility of anything, but how is it possible, especially in this day and age with cameras everywhere? Like, it's so very hard to have so many. Like, if it was like one or two, maybe possible, right? But with a lot of these, and I think, again, which is like, like all the other mass shootings and, and the 9-11s and the, and the JFKs, I think these are things that have to really happen, not only for uh, the, the occultic, uh, uh, um, what's it called, like whatever they're trying to do, their little occultic agenda, they have to have it that way, you know what I mean? They can't just be like, oh, we'll fake it. It won't mean anything to their magic, you know what I mean? It has no power or resonates. Plus, uh, I think it makes it real for the people. If you just look at a pro- uh, propaganda angle, if you see a real dead body, regardless if you set that up or uh, it's a psychological operation that you MKO drew somebody and they did it, but you have to make it look real. It has to be real because it's really easy for someone to slip, right? Someone could easily give away something, think that they're going to get some money out of it. It's too many people involved. I think you want to have it at a limited is it possible that somebody? Sure. I, I would give it like credence to like one or two, you know what I mean? But then it would have to be a very, very low number in my opinion because then they could hide. I could see one or two to like hide around, but to say all of them, and I think it it, it makes it, it dilutes it. They want it to look real. And I think that that's why like like takeoff, this is perfect for them in my opinion. It looks a little bit that occultic way and why I can agree on a lot of that, even though I think like what these labels getting the life insurance has a lot to do with it. But just how everything unfolded, how I'm with you on that um, Noriega podcast, Quavo did not. He seemed over animated and ungenuine. And when takeoff was dead, like it seemed like he tried to set up that, you know, when someone's faking it, because if you listen to the video uh, before he got shot. Quavo's like, oh, I'm better at basketball and da-da-da. Like, he's saying stuff that's not relevant. Like, it, like you're trying to start a fight, like, if you're trying to get it going. And then maybe that's when, supposedly, someone swings at him. And then the homie that uh, is with you, that's supposedly your bodyguard, maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was a hitman. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he didn't miss you. Maybe he didn't miss you, bro. Maybe it was intentional, whether it was for a sacrifice for Quavo or what, or whether maybe they had some shit or maybe he has insurance on takeoff. Maybe he had, then maybe he gets all that, uh, revenue from, um, you know, the Migos and the stuff that they've put out. I don't know that. I'm not saying it is. It's a possibility, but that's kind of where I'm going with it. I think the money's a part of it because, you know, these guys want to get paid regardless. But I think the occultic angle is like gotta be at the forefront of it only because, uh, there, like, how much money is that really, though? These guys are already loaded. Like, I get that, that you know, I'm sure there, I'm sure the life insurance policies are pretty substantial, but in the scheme of things, these guys are multimillionaires. So, like, how much is that really? Like, I feel like, especially after but watching, they, they've solidified him. So now you're gonna go and get Quavo's new album that he dedicates of, oh to God. take off. He, he's I'm gonna sure have like a, the, the, the album that they just did together. They just did an album together mm-hmm. that that's gonna go, you know what I'm saying? And then it's even cryptic that video they did together. Uh, Ysop pointed out, I didn't really notice until he pointed out that there's an elevator scene. And in the elevator scene, yes. it's uh, 239, something around there. And that's kind <laughs> of around the time that he supposedly got killed, which makes it go to your, a point for you for the occultic angle that's definitely like looks to be something on that point. And I think that 
with what happened, it just looked like it was a setup. It just, it just, all of it, uh, Jay Prince walking right past him, maybe he knew, maybe he didn't, like, he's just like, man, I ain't even Bro, he part of this. Right past like, there was him so much. And acted like nothing. That was the crazy yeah. thing. And then, you know, Quavo's all like crying, quote unquote, or whatever. I think that was just for the cameras because it was overdoing it again. It's back to that, he's acting. Like, he's been doing a lot of acting lately. And I feel like that he was a huge, integral part in taking takeoff down. Like, I think there was something going on there, whether we see Quavo go to a whole nother level over the next year. It's kind of like, you know, the whole Kid Cudi thing though, right? So like he wore the dress and then all of a sudden this guy is like catapulted to the forefront of everything. And I'm not talking about just music though. This guy's got an animated show out now that's doing well. He's got a bunch of acting roles now. He's moving to a different category. That was his moment. That was his uh, uh, ritual that he needed to perform to go to this next level. So I'm kind of curious to see what happens with Quavo at this point. You know, what happens with Offset at this point? What, what happens with these guys at this point now that takeoff's gone? Yeah, and I would, I'm with you. I would be interested to see Quavo break through that, like, elite, 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 uh, entertainer level, like a Jay Z, like, you know, Beyonce, like those, those people, even Cardi B, like, is pretty mm -hmm. much into that level. I, but what makes me, you know, people go, well, why does it have to be a conspiracy? Why do you have to talk about someone that has passed away? You know, I understand people get upset with that. Of course, like, I would be, I feel a certain way if I was related to him or I knew him. And I'm not saying anything is, uh, up with him because he seemed, out of all of them, the most chill, uh, the most laid back. He actually talked about God a lot. Like he he did have some. So maybe was there was some the reason that too. he wasn't. Yeah, and he was he was the only one. Remember, he was on the Breakfast Club arguing with Charlemagne and 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 telling like, man, I'm good on all that. Like, yeah. so I just felt like he was the one where they're like, hey, man, he's kind of bringing us down. We're gonna have to. Not saying Quavo thought that. I, I don't know, but it, this is why it's suspect. This is why we're speculating. Why they go, yeah. He was shot uh, and killed, shot twice. They know that. The cops came up. There's no suspects. Like, there's no, like, they're not digging through anything. Like, shouldn't it be right away that you're like, yeah, we already know. We kind of have a feeling. Uh, right. Use the internet to, like, let's find this guy. We think it's this, da, da, da. We, They already knew. And the police said, oh, yeah, it was somebody with them. So it's like, so that that's allowed? Is this going to just, <laughs> like, bypass and nothing's going to? That's why we have conspiracies because nothing's being addressed. There is no address. They're all paid this. off. They're man. just kind of like, yeah, his buddy uh, shot for because uh, there was a fight and he uh, accidentally killed him. So uh, let's just uh, like, uh, no harm, no foul. You know, he didn't do it on purpose. He said sorry. Like, what the fuck? Oh my god, bro. Yeah, it's a joke. Like any of this stuff's a joke, and people wonder why that people come up with conspiracy theories. You can take it back to JFK, man. Like they were telling people lies out the gate and people started questioning. They said, this doesn't add <laughs> up, man. Like how he got shot from what angle isn't the angle where you said the shooter's at, you know, especially when it came to people in the military, bro, that were, you know, veterans or whatever. They knew they were, oh, that's not right. It doesn't sound right. So that's what they're doing now. I mean, you know, it, it's, you know, to COVID too right now. Like people are coming out, like a lot of people woke up and they're basically like, hey, you know, we made mistakes. Sorry, guys. You know what I mean? Like it's it's almost ridiculous. Yeah. Speaking of COVID and uh, people that were like supposedly uh, these figures uh, to spin off, you know, a little bit off to the next topic is uh, Kyrie Irving, man. Like I, I don't want to go too much into it, but 
I thought it was interesting that, like, you know, he was suspended. Um, I thought just on the surface level, obviously, that's not a reason to suspend somebody because you're not going after Bezos, which a lot of people made that point. It's on Bezos' site. Uh, other people have shared stuff uh, that's probably just as bad or or whatever people may think or people that offends people at mm -hmm. least, right? There's tons of stuff that people, there's people that have offended me plenty of times like where I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you sending me that bullshit? But uh, that's beside the point. <laughs> but a lot of people have their level of what they're lying in the sand. Like, hey, this is my morals. This, this bothers me. This, that's not a reason to suspend. That's more of this Kanye, Alex Jones. Uh, we're trying to show that we'll cancel you, that we will get, Anything that you do, this is what the Nets have said. Kyrie must comply to return to the team. Apologize slash condemn the movie. <laughs> Donate 500K to an anti-hate cause. Die. Sensitivity training. Anti-Semitic training. Meet with the ADL Jewish leaders. Meet with Joe Tysa, who I'm not sure is, to demonstrate understanding. I'm not, um, I probably said that guy's name wrong, but that's crazy, man. Like, this is what they want. Now they're 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 pushing the sides more. I think they are trying to make uh, uh, another example of saying like, "Hey, man, we're getting your athletes. We got you know, we got your musicians. We got your lead conspiracy guy. You still you should want to deal with that misinformation, bud. Ah, gotcha, man. And it's like, fuck you, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm a disinformation like a motherfucker now. You know. What I mean? Now, see, <laughs> this is what this is the part though that you have to be careful with with these idols, right? So what's happening right? Right now is you've got Kyrie, you've got Kanye West, Alex Jones to a point. By the way, I'm going to slide this name in here. A lot of people don't know this just happened recently too. David Icke was actually banned from the EU here in the past few days. I don't know if you knew this or not, but he's not allowed to go to some of these countries, man. He's not even allowed in there. Like we're talking a bunch of these European countries in the EU, Netherlands, all these places he's not allowed to go to. And they said it's because he's a conspiracy theorist. It's literally the reason that they gave that he's not allowed in these countries. Now, what is David Icke never David Icke's been around forever, bro? Like we're talking like late 80s, early 90s, like this guy's been pumping out for a long time. So nothing he's saying is really any different than he's been saying before about reptilians and, and New World Order and all that stuff. But all of these figures are popping up, these big figureheads, right? And they're getting chopped down for everyone to see. It's almost like they're sacrificial lambs for the cause. And then I start thinking, you look at like, Kyrie, people, man, people are so enamored with him right now because he was anti-vax, because he was, you know, uh, putting out this information here about, you know, black Israelites and all that. And I'm like, look, Kyrie, one of his biggest symbols is the eye in the pyramid. He's got it on his shoe. Like it, this is on his shoe. Now, granted, he's lost the shoe deal, apparently, is what I was reading as well. But that was always a part of like his symbol you could go to his instagram it's it's up there it's still up there so at the end of the day you know i get it people can change you know i got an eye on my arm people say that all the time they're like oh man i see you got the eye on the pyramid on your arm I'm like yeah i came from a different time period so i get it people can grow and people can change but when this is a consistent part of how you operate hill now and you're still operating that way but yet you're promoting this other thing i got a hard time buying into what you're doing now i feel like you're doing it on purpose to show us like hey 
Even I can get chopped down with all the millions that I make. I can get taken down. Dude, think about it. This has happened. These four names have happened over a month. Big names. Kanye, Kyrie Irving, Alex Jones, and now David Icke. People don't know that David Icke just got hit, though, bro. And, like, I'm putting that out there for people to know. He just got hit. And we're talking multiple countries. We're not talking about just one. He cannot go, basically, into the EU. Yeah, and this is going to be further um information like it's showing that we can't that we can't do stuff that you you won't be in the country you won't be able to they've already been establishing and getting people's mindset ready for these this esg this environmental social credit right where everything you do you're you have to like not offend people you have to just shut up pretty much shut up do what we say go to work you know what i mean as long as we tell you to work for and you be a good little slave and do what you got to do. And that's it. And that, that that I think that is them being that authoritarianism and they're using it with propaganda. And the people that don't like uh, uh, Kanye or have him and Kyrie saying things that they're trained not to like, like this whole anti-Semitic stuff. Like, I think that what's his name is a huge hypocrite. Uh, Shapiro. Shapiro's a huge hypocrite. He's always talking about woke and people say this and that about race. But as soon as someone says something about a Jewish person, immediately you're like, anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic. It's like, look, bro, I get it that some things that he may have said could have been taken the wrong way or uh, possibly offended people. But he wasn't going and saying some ultimately get rid of them and we're above right. them. He was just saying things like it was, it was nothing along that lines. Like, and who so it's cares using that to if say he did? That's the other part, man. Like people are getting their butt cheeks too tight around here all the time, bro. It's like people says people say one thing and everybody gets all tight and tense. Like you need to shut up. You know what I can't stand about the right? And I'm going to say this right now. The right is just as bad as the left. They get just is fucking tight they get just as fucking mad and as soon as somebody says something they don't like they want to cancel them too you're doing exactly what you say the left's doing to you this is exactly shapiro is a perfect example of that for what he did with the kanye thing because ultimately if we're gonna take what kanye's doing at the base level what he's saying at the base level that he actually believes in what he's doing he's not manipulated or controlled which i think that he is but we'll just say that he for argument's sake that he isn't his Beliefs line up way more to Shapiro's line of thinking overall than anything anyway. But the whole Jew thing, first off, the whole Jew thing is abs. It, it, this is a game. This Jew thing is a game. And this goes back to a lot of the Kazarian talk too, man, how this isn't really Jews. These are Kazarians that are running all of these banks. And that's the truth because what they're trying to do is they're trying to cultivate this whole Jewish you know, anti-Semitic war mentality right now. That's what they're building when that's not really the case. When people say that it's all the Jews, they're uninformed and they're ignorant because it's not the Jews that you're mad at. There are people behind those names. Those names that are quote-unquote Jewish, they're not coming from Jewish bloodlines per se. They may have integrated into them, but they're not though. These are Kazarians. Let's put that out there right now. People are absolutely fucking ignorant, man. And what I really hate is when I see something on Instagram, like I post and all of a sudden a bunch of people are like, yeah, fuck the Jews, fuck the Jews. Like, bro, I didn't say anything about the fucking Jews, man. Like, that's some bullshit point blank like at the end of the it's day it's that team saying like we always say it's putting us on a team 
Like we say, like it's putting us on a team. Hey, oh, you're Jewish, you're Christian, you're red team, you're blue team. Like, look, man, the things that people want to practice in their faith, we can have great discussions. Absolutely. And we have, we've talked to plenty of people about different faiths, and we understand that we're all not going to believe the thing, same things and that we have. But when you start putting everybody in categories, that's what like they try to hide. They try to hide the powerful people behind these masks yeah. of uh, whether it's racism, uh, right. uh, anti-Semitic, um, a bigot, uh, misogyny. Like if that doesn't mean these things don't exist. They use real things that do exist to try to cover. You know what I'm saying? To right. cover the tracks. And listen, and they have built it and reinforced it. And I'm not trying to speak for you, but I am speaking for you because I know you feel like me on this. Though you ain't gonna box us in, motherfucker. Y'all will never box us in. You won't box me in online. You won't box me in on this show. You won't box me on my music. I will say what the fuck I want to say because what I'm saying needs to be said. These people need to understand that every side is controlled. These sides that you think that have your back do not have your fucking back wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up today baby i'm telling you right now because we're gonna keep coming i don't care what anybody thinks sean we're gonna keep saying what we're gonna say when it comes to what's really going on in the world man i ain't picking a side and i don't care if they come and try to force me to i'm not fucking picking a side because these sides were manufactured for us to follow People need to start waking up, man. I'm I'm getting sick of this shit, to be honest with you. <laughs> and speaking of heroes that people are just toting around, here's another one. Uh, Elon Musk, uh, you know, his little oh, Twitter war with AOC, his there little banter, and he's Twitter is planning to start charging $20 a month for verification. And if the employees... And if the employees building it don't meet their deadline, they'll be fired by Elon Musk. <laughs> so he's going out there like, you need to finish it this way. Obviously, I knew uh, going in, Elon, uh, it, I never was uh, on board with Elon. Honestly, the thing that really pissed me off a long time ago about Elon is when I found out he didn't even like design Tesla, that he just bought this company from two brothers. That that was years ago that I found that out. And I was like, okay, this guy's a big fraud. Anyways, we knew that Twitter was... Uh, sucking out money like there, there there was not much money to be made mm -mm. facebook and meta actually out of all the social medias has the best platform has been selling ads for a long time uh have a good strategy with videos they also have instagram which they've kind of competed with tiktok obviously tiktok is the more trendy and that more base but uh instagram's right there they're they're competing with it twitter really had nothing just um very active and things could trend like it has potential and when he's talking about the 20 dollars I get it. Like, you want to make profit. I don't care. I'm not going to get it. I don't care about being verified at all. So I wouldn't get that anyways. Uh, I, I've been asked before a couple times on pages. Like, and I'm like, I just think it looks dumb. I don't need to be verified. I, I verify myself. But all these people that are like, yeah, because he's going at AOC. And yeah, you tell her. And then there, some people <laughs> are like, yeah, AOC, she's telling Elon. And they're like, dude, this is all bullshit. Because first of all, she's probably going to pay for the verification if it goes through. But Elon is in bed with the government. Like he already Big gets time. checks, chat, cash by the, you know, he goes, oh, God, thank you, Mr. Uh, military Industrial Complex guy. Uh, here's some satellites for your Ukraine mission. Uh, he's had plenty of stuff talking about the World Economic Forum. He's talked about, he, he's put all this shit out there, not to mention the Neuralink. We could go on and on. I've, I've done episodes, too, about him. But this article that I found from earlier in April where it says Elon Musk wants to authenticate all real humans on Twitter. Mm. I've heard that and before, this is when they though, were talking about the bots. Over it. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, yeah, no, and this was this was months ago. Right. This article's old. This is from April. Okay, and even before that, I know you're right. They were already talking. About, and what does he want? He wants a system where it's almost like what is that thing that we always warn people about? A digital ID. It's kind of the same <laughs> system because now you're being identified. And I understand that. Uh, I do like the aspect. I heard Sam Tripoli talk about this a couple times. To have people put their real name on it. Like, I put, like, like not even your real name, but just who you are. Like, put your name to your face. Hey, I'm Sean Chris. This is where I'm at. Whatever, right? But I don't want, I, I don't mind that, but I don't think the government should have access to all that as well. You know what I mean? There's, like, a right. balance. I understand that, that, that with people being anonymous, they're able to be more brave. They're able to say crazy things. They're able to be these characters they wouldn't normally be in real life. But I don't think we should sacrifice that freedom just for a few guys that want to talk some shit. Like, we should be able to handle it. I mean, we all grew up in the Wild West Internet. We know how it goes, man, where people just right. talk shit. You just ignore it. You learn how to either you get good at talking shit, you block them. Like, there's there's countless ways uh, to strategize against these. And I think Elon's just really trying to get that digital uh, ID together, uh, a database for the government. Uh, this is going to help with extremism. Um that that leads me into I, that, the whole point I wanted to bring in that is to talk so we could talk about the DHS leaks. We haven't got a chance mm. to really talk about the leaks, and that co that that coordinates with it, right? They were already in bed with big tech, and Elon is just making you think like, oh, I'm going against the system. <laughs> He's going to give them everything he they want, right? All the data, like you 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 get some misinformation, you're labeled a disinformation terrorist or whatever the mm -hmm. hell they're going to label it. He's going to give all that information over to them willingly, very fast. He's not going to say, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I actually know where he lives, his full name, where he works, every aspect. And that's what we don't want because the government shouldn't have that. No, man, I completely agree with that. You know, I was reading through some of the uh, the DHS stuff, man. Very interesting. One of the things that I came across that I thought was really interesting um, – it's a disinformation governance board and it says that the panel is designed to police misinformation, which is quoted as false information spread unintentionally disinformation, false information spread intentionally. But this is the one that kind of had me like flipped a little bit malinformation, factual information shared typically out of context with harmful intent. So right now they're saying that you could be sharing factual information, but you're out of context with it and it's causing harmful it's it's causing harmful intent. So we can come and we can lock you up or whatever they decide to do to you. So that whole word right there, that malinformation was really really interesting to me because that had my mind tick in a different way they're actually saying that you can share factual information but if we deem it as out of context or if we deem it as not in the guidelines of how we want it presented then you're in trouble dude that is insane that you can put out factual information and get in trouble this is where we're moving towards people this is why sean and i scream to the hilltops all the time for people to wake up because this is what they're trying to do to you like, they're literally telling you, you can share factual information, and we're going to come fuck you in the ass, grab your ankles, just hope yeah. it's not too fucking big. Yeah, like, like oh, man, it, I can't, that you are right, technically, you're right, you're right, but someone kind of got it out of context, so fortunately, it's gulags, you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right to the gulag. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they asked uh, Kareem uh, uh, John Cloud Van Dam. Uh, uh, KJP. Here's what she had to say. <laughs> Does the White House participate in the secret government censorship portal, though? I think that was part of the question. Does the White House submit examples of alleged disinformation and misinformation for Facebook to censor through this portal? No. Oh, okay. No. Never mind, guys. It's all good, guys. She said no. But your girl, your girl, uh, uh, before she left, she had a little bit different to say. This is what she had to say when they asked her, kind of like, what's going on with that disinformation board? When there are posts out there that have information that is inaccurate, that is spreading inaccurate information about vaccines, the effectiveness of vaccines, the fact that they can save lives, we just raise those posts and flag them. Saki says the administration will notify social media giants like Facebook, leaving the actions to them to fix the fallacies. Mm. Uh, so I guess I won't, 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 won't. Hey, do, me, do me a favor and play that again. I'm going to turn the lights down a little bit. <laughs> mm, yeah. Get those candles going. Oh, baby. I love the way you talk about misinformation like that. <laughs> She got you, man. I knew that I was going to get you. That's why I, uh, I try to stay, stay, get away from the Saki clips. I don't want you to go out of control. But since you are all about like uh, getting Saki back, I thought uh, we should play this little supercut of uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Very clear. Very clear. Very, very clear. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. He's been very clear. There's going to be another pandemic. The president is doing what... The president is your... The president is... That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. These are items that the president has been very clear on. End of quote. Repeat the line. And so the president has been very clear. The president has been very clear. I was going to put him... Uh, put, excuse me. The president has been very clear. Why... A billion, two hundred million, seven hundred seven, 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 seven thirty-seven thousand, seven, seven thirty, seven hundred thirty. Very, very clear. All you got to do is look what is being played on, played the, 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 this morning. Look, the president has been very clear. But is he going to specify exactly? No, but he has. The best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you, that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway. <laughs> Hey man, I need you to circle back though to the clip before that though. That that's there, <laughs> dude. That just is to be crazy. very clear, just to be very clear, <laughs> yo, dude. KJP is something else, bro. Like you know, oh, when yeah. she gets to talking, man, I like really want to listen because I know it's going to be the most entertaining thing I've heard all day, man. Like especially when she gets caught off guard, <laughs> like when the queen died. Oh yeah. my god, she was like. <laughs> Like, like, you know, man, like, like my baby Jen, man, she was never caught off guard. You might not like what she had to say, man, but she was on point. Yeah, man. I'll give you. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But she, she was at least had something prepared. Like, <laughs> it just seems like I don't know if they're trying to leave her flat footed, though. It almost seems that way. Could like, be. it almost seems like a self-sabotage for like the whole like bit of the administration, because I think they want to make it look like bad, not too bad. Like, because you want the Democrats to still be the powerhouse, uh, uh, all state, all run. You know what I mean? Mean that right. we're gonna bring back the country. It's just ah, uh, Biden and and a couple of the people we had were just uh, not too smart. And I think that's what they're trying to portray with that. And then for them, like you said, to say that you can use information that's factual, but still use it as misinformation is mind blowing. And and it kind of brings me to this. There's this clip, New Zealand report, spy chief wants you to dob. Like that's one of their lingo, your family and friends 
uh, if they're extremists. They want like you to start pointing out extremists, and I think we're going to see a trend of this. There was some stuff happening like in Brazil like this, obviously in China, uh, obviously in multiple other countries. But it, it, this is kind of a – it's a little bit frightening, but it's possible to stop this. But that's why we need to be aware of like what's going on everywhere else Do you think because that, it will come here. Do you think that – because you know in Germany they call them little brown shirts, right? Do you think they're going to call them little rainbow shirts over here in the U.S.? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, they got the uh, – what's that? Uh, um, the sunshine movement. Remember the, the – whatever they are, the, the the climate activists, not to mention the – and you know what, man? They're also – I'm going to say this again. All these activists, uh, they're not uh, – they're not that great, like at name choosing. They're good at branding, but they got like powerful machines behind them. But like, that's the best names you come up with. Like sometimes the Sunrise Movement. Like, man, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> now see, that I, is very simple. I will throw this out there though, Sean. I think sometimes the reason why they are simplistic and that they are very uh, geared a certain way, you know, like the sun, Sunshine Group, it's very occultic in nature. I think a lot of those names yeah. tie into. Uh, occultism and you know sun worship and some of these things so i think that's why they do that i think a lot of their symbols are very occultic too and you know man they just most people are fucking idiots man they got to give them something that they can remember man they can barely remember their own names man this is just ridiculous and these people that are quote-unquote educated man like you're book smart bro like you're not that smart like you, you know if we put you in a situation where you had to like live life or death you're we know what's gonna happen like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And this is this like what's going on in New Zealand and, and it was going on in Australia as well. And, um, you know, parts of America, you know, in New York and California, not to that level of maybe. But they, they've been dangling it out there, you know, talking about what a domestic terrorist is, what misinformation is, what it is to be against the system and what a conspiracy really is and that these are all bad and we're bad people and the government's always right. Big brother will just take care of you. Like, I think they're really doing the initial phase of, they, they, I mean, for a while, this is not the beginning, beginning, but I'm saying they're continuously moving until we can get out of these generations. Once we go a couple more generations and if they can continue with this brainwash and eliminate critical thinking and free thinking, we will have a society of people turning each other in like the Nazis finding like, look, Hey, yeah, there's a, there's a Jew underneath the, my floors, you know, right. the, Hey, they're over there. Like the, the, it's going to be whatever. And, and that's not to, to downplay what happened with like the Jewish folks, but, uh, it's, it's just crazy. Well, here's a clip. An initiative to help us identify people who may have been radicalized. Know the Signs details dozens of indicators that a friend or family member could be planning a terror attack. As Adam Hollingworth reports, the move comes as our spy chiefs identify a new and worrying type of terrorism. Time was when the intelligence services were never seen, never heard. But now they're loudly proclaiming your country needs you to keep an eye on those you know and, if necessary, dob them in. Recognising a potential warning sign and then alerting NZSIS or police could be the vital piece in the puzzle that ultimately saves lives. To that end, they're publishing a guide called Know the Signs to help us all identify potential terrorists in our midst. To pay attention if they are, and to be alert so that if they see or hear about something that seems 
off um, that worries them and concerns them, they might have a look at this information to say, does this indicate to me that this person is on the road to actually committing an attack? The SIS has listed around 50 signs from obvious ones, like writing on a weapon as happened in Christchurch, to... A person who is, who is really developing an us-versus-them worldview. Authorities say they're usually closely monitoring 40 to 50 potential terrorists. These people used to be motivated by their white identity or by their faith. But in the past six months, a third group has emerged, those motivated by politics. And so it could be the COVID measures that the government took, and so it could be the COVID measures that the government took, or it could be other policies that are interpreted as, as infringing on rights. Uh, and, and, and it's a, what I sometimes describe as a kind of hot mess of, of ideologies and beliefs um, fueled by conspiracy theories. You see something, see something. You know, I got to give a shot. That's a uh, no agenda, man. That that they got some of the best uh, little jingles, but that's one of my favorite. <laughs> they make it seem like it's such a good thing, man. It's so crazy to me, like how they do that. Like I'm just kind of blown away with how that they could sit up there and break it down that way. One and people not understand what they're saying and be like, "Oh yeah, let me go do that." Though you're right, we need to get to tear these. Tear these people up, man. And you know what's funny? She said something interesting there with the uh, – she said the mixes of ideologies. So what they're telling you is that we don't need to have critical thinking. We don't need to think for ourselves and have varying ideas because when we have varying ideas, then we can get closer to the truth about something because we're all coming with pieces of it. What she's saying is, no, no, you need to think this way that we're telling you, this one way. And no, definitely. It. I totally agree, man. And that's why I think that's why I think that I wanted to lay it out kind of like that, man. You got these idols that like sometimes play as distractions or play into these roles of where they can shift you, uh, where you think you're actually fighting because they want you to seem like you're fighting against what's going on when in actuality you're not. You're 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 just being part of the system and you're stuck. You're you're being led astray and you don't know, but you think that you are fighting for the right. You're you're doing the right thing and you're not necessarily doing that. But it will come, but I think that there's enough people that are kind of understanding and you got to see the aspect of how they're coming with this. Um, they're using as information. So we just got to figure out how we keep giving information out there. That's why I like when people are kind of not understanding of like hey i don't know what a conspiracy is you got to break it down in different aspects we don't that's why sometimes i'll tell people like i wouldn't start with certain points i would show the actual stuff you can reveal you got to baby step people into this like you could show them actual operations that have happened actual conspiracies uh not just theories like that doesn't mean the theories are irrelevant i'm just saying when you're Trying to get people that are grasped because at the same time, a lot of these working class people also need to know this, right? It's important for them to know that we're being uh, psyoped all the time. Like, and speaking of psyops, I got another one. It now appears the 911 call that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband made, possibly saving his life, took place because he had been charging his phone in the bathroom. Paul Pelosi reportedly told the man accused of breaking into his home that he had to use the bathroom, where he then secretly dialed 911, keeping the line open, allowing the operator to overhear the two men speaking. RP stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. RP stated that he doesn't know who the male is. Sources say 42-year-old David DePop had zip tied 
ties and duct tape in his bags Friday when he allegedly broke into the Pelosi's San Francisco home. And then he called out, where's Nancy? Oh, Nancy! Nancy! Echoing the calls made by rioters at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Oh, Nancy! Nancy! That's just funny. (laughs) <laughs> that was a funny clip. But they said, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? It was kind of different. But they, they did try to put that little January 6th spin on it where they were like, he had duct tape. He had zip ties. That's kind of like the same thing as they said that a lot of these uh, protesters had, which whether they did or didn't, I, it's hard to tell from the, at this point. I just think it's bullshit, man. I think a lot of it just seems, uh, again... If you want us not to speculate, come out with the evidence. You're not releasing the body cam. We're not seeing the cameras. They're blurring their house on, um, they blurred their house on Google Maps. Uh, why, how did he get into the bathroom to hide, to call the cops, but then he got out of the bathroom, opened the door, and then there's multiple different versions of like where he had the hammer, uh, then the guy had the hammer, then they both had the hammer, and it's like the cops saw him get hit. It's so many questions that aren't being answered. So it leaves room to speculate. That's on you. You don't want to be transparent with people. We're going to speculate because you're not giving us the information. And for all I know, it who I it could be some lover's quarrel, man. It could be a prostitute not paid. I don't know. I mean, it is San Francisco. And what I want to say is like, why is everybody mad at Paul Pelosi for being gay? He's gay. Fuck it. It's all right. We have no problem with it. You know, hey, do you, bro? He wants to put the hammer down on somebody. That that is not any of my business. Yo, I just think that he's free to be LGBTQWXYZ if he wants. Yo, man, did you see Jason Whitlock, man, on uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Tucker Carlson? He was like, yeah, he's like, I feel sorry. For, for Nancy Pelosi, he's like, man, she spent all that money on those plastic cans, man, and her husband don't even want to have anything to do with them, man. He's out here playing hide the hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's playing hide the hammer. That was a good... Hey, I will say, man, that was a really good line. I liked it. I was like, man, that was a, I liked it. I didn't even think of it, and I was like, good, hey, good for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> he no, kind of killed it on but that But you're one. right, though. Back to why we speculate about things... They said they're only going to show the footage to Nancy. That's funny. And nobody's going to get to see it. You know, I get to a point you got privacy and stuff like that, but don't come out with this like convoluted, very, very right wing extremist agenda with it. But then don't show us any proof of it. You know what I mean? Like, don't show us any proof. We don't even see the guy. We don't even know what's going on. What little you have shown is BS. Like, it it just doesn't add up. And that's why people speculate. That's why people come out with stories that are wilder and wilder, which probably 80% of them aren't true. But that's why they do, because these these guys lie all the time. That's what they do on both sides of the spectrum, by the way. This isn't just the left uh, missile dropping show. We're going to give it to the right, too. I will say, too, that, like, also, when they say misinformation, a lot of times I'm like, no, I was not spreading misinformation. I was spreading hilarious memes. Totally different, <laughs> man. As a, it's just hilarious. Whether it's true or not, it's still funny. You can't like, you know what I mean? Like, right. You can't deny that. 
I don't understand why they ha- it has to be like now jokes are analyzed. Like, dude, there was some fire memes, bro. People were killing. Even also too on this Elon and and AOC. Oh God, like that one. I forgot what page it, and I, I reposted it, but I forgot what page it was because uh, someone said it to me that <laughs> AOC go fund me so she can be on Twitter. <laughs> that was hilarious. I mean, like all that kind of sarcasm stuff. The Babylon Bee. I love that stuff. Even though, like you said, the left as the right, they can both be hypocrites. But in this case, they're not telling us anything man they're saying like speculation they're like well this guy heard that this guy said well what where's the witnesses and like it just doesn't the timelines don't make sense he's in the bathroom uh getting his phone charged and he's calling the cops but then he's like oh hold on let me let you in and then he's fine and then all of a sudden the guy's like hey are you guys here it's like hey Say action. You know what I mean? Hey, is the camera on? Is the camera on? All right, let me hit him. Like, what the hell's Dude. going on, man? And what was even crazier was when they're talking about it, in 0.5 seconds, they talked about January 6th. Like, dude, it had nothing to do with this. Like, at all. Like, what in the world? Why are we talking about this still? Like, we are still talking about an event which hardly anybody got hurt. Couple people died, but it wasn't because one person. Of, well, one person died there. There, but I'm like, dude, yeah, that's. I know where you're going with that too. You're right yeah. about that. Yes, that's all conspiracy. All the cops angle didn't on die that. there. The ones no. that did die died Correct. in a, totally seem like a, another circumstance. And don't get me wrong too, because the cops were fighting them, and and, and it goes both sides. Just like in the BLM, uh, uh, like mm-hmm. protests where cops and egg on people. Whether not saying that they're all part of a system, but it just happens. You get shitty people, you know, and right? people egg people on. They want to fight. That happens, and if you think that doesn't, but like you said, this one was even more like. The BLM riots were had like people there really making ab- abruptions. You know what I mean? Like starting the fires, mm. leaving bricks. Remember the pallets of bricks? Yes. Like we're like, oh yeah, there's just pallets of bricks everywhere. Like, <laughs> and so many people were filling them. Like, dude, why is there a pallet of bricks? Like, there's no con- literally, and they're showing you. There's literally no other construction. There's no need for this. I think they try to build it because they knew they didn't have to do as bad. They, you scare the right with like. Oh, man, they're coming for us. Like, you know, you see some fires. That's how you scare the right. The left, you scare differently. It's easy because you can – you don't have to do as much violence because you, you can just switch it and be like, see, they're being violent. They said bad stuff. And they're like, yeah, totally. He said that he hates purple hair. I think he should die. Like, you're like, what? <laughs> I think that's like a little extreme. Like, that's not the same thing. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's just like – uh you know, during all the COVID stuff, man, you know, I find it funny now how a lot of the people – that were absolutely vehemently like, you need to die right now because you're not getting the vaccine. And dude, I've seen people close to my family, close to me, that talked like that. This isn't something that I'm making up in my head or I saw online. Yeah. These are people that I saw every day today that were really wanting people to pay. Like, I hope you go to the hospital and I hope you feel it. I hope somebody in your family dies. People were talking like that on that side, man. But wait, you don't have to worry anymore. Um, Emily Oster, she said, let's declare a pandemic amnesty. <laughs> don't worry about it. We're done. We're, it's all good, bro. It's all good, man. Like, all right, we could go home, guys. We did it. Did you we read that article, it, by the way? Did you read the article? <laughs> yeah, I did read that it, That's a wild article, man, because... You know, she makes all these points 
And I'm going to say something that's going to be a little controversial for this show, by the way, because I've actually been thinking about this article for about a week. I almost made a reel about it, but I was like, you know, I know these type of reels that make a lot of sense people don't really vibe with, especially when I do the reels that are against the left and the right. They don't get much traction just because people like people like hate more, man. They love hate and they need you to pick a side. Like if I picked a side, I'd probably have way more traction on social media than I do already. But, oh, yeah. but, I, but I'm not going to, I refuse to do that because I'm going to be me. But one thing I noticed, uh, in this whole thing was the people that didn't get vaccinated were using this article as a means to absolutely spew the most hatred I've ever seen to say we will never forgive we will we will do exactly what you did to us and dude they were going off man and in that re- in that aspect i want to say this right now on the show and i really don't give a fuck who gets pissed off about it but i believe amnesty is important right now i think we should forgive people because i'm going to tell you right now all these people that were talking that way they felt like they were justified in doing it they felt right in doing it they may have been blinded they may be quote-unquote sheep but at the same time man they only did what they thought was right you know what I mean? And us acting the exact same way is just continuing this hateful, hateful divide that's been here, this 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 chasm that's been getting bigger and bigger and bigger over the past four to eight years. And man, I, I'm not gonna be a part of it. You're she's right to that point of we as people who got unjustly treated during this time. We should forgive because the only people we should be pointing fingers at is the people that were puppeteering this, not the people that got puppeted. That's the thing that we need to start understanding is people got manipulated, people got controlled, and we don't need to look at them. Again, we're falling for the trap. This article is a trap to get us all mad and be like, we're not going to forgive. Dude, I've seen the memes and some of them are a borderline like really hate speech. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. But that's how I feel about this whole article, man. I really do. And I've been wanting to say I'm this with about you, a man. week, man. Because I, I, I don't look at anybody bad for that. Like, do I... Are you and me going to laugh when I see somebody triple masked up in the car and acting a fool? Of course, man. Like, I did back course. then. But, but I, since you've known me and anybody that has followed this show from the beginning, and if you see me on any other podcast, I have has said from the get-go, I've never, ever... Of course, like you said, I make fun of a lot of people. Like, but I make fun of people in general. Like, <laughs> yeah, it looks stupid to me, and you're being an idiot. Like, it's gonna be funny. But I've never treated anybody different. Like, I, w- I remember people telling me like, "Oh, I'm so fucking mad. This guy's a mask on." I get your point, but like, he's propagandized. Right. Like, it's. I would rather show him love and be like, "Hey, man, it's good." Like, da da da, and show him that. I'm a human. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to dehumanize me. So the things that he's hearing about the people that are like, yeah, I just don't think I should take the jab. Hey, I, I, I heard read these studies on the mask. Or if I if they see that, they're not. I, if I go at them and I'm like, oh, you idiot, right. you stupid sheep. Now I'm reinforcing the propaganda that they're pushing down their throats. They're, we are reinforcing it. And and I've said this also for a while that I was afraid of, and that's why I'm afraid of the big red wave is because it's going to be that moment where it's like. Payback time, man. Oh, oh, all that woke stuff. You think that was bad? And we're going to go through this huge like shift of where 
you know, people can't wear certain clothes. And, and I'm not saying people should dress, as, but you can't force anybody to change. Right. You know what I mean? If it goes too far, strict religion and or, or too free, it has to be a balance and it has to be a choice of human beings. And if, if you give them a lot of a variety of choices, they're going to make better choices. But you force them into these uh, alleys of where it's like, oh, it's either kill a baby at five years old or never have an abortion no matter what the hell is going on with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of middle ground. There's a lot of things that we can really talk and expand on these points and make it better, but they don't because they pushed you to this belief that we have to fight each other. I'm with you 1,000% that I do believe amnesty. Now, I don't think she was talking about no, amnesty. No, not at all. I will say that I think she was being like a condescending bitch. Absolutely. Like, I think she was talking, she was like, we will forgive you for messing up, like for you not masking because you didn't know. You know, you you got the wrong vax. That's okay. You got Jane J. Should have got the Moderna, but you know, it's okay. She We're gonna a lot forgive of those you for jabs that. in there. Now I will say though, now she did balance it in some aspects on the article and admitted to being wrong about a lot of stuff. But then she kind of covered it up in the fact like we were just figuring it out. It's science. Oh, so now yeah, science yeah. is figuring it out because during that time you said the science had been figured out you said science we are science matter of fact that verbatim was said i am science by you know who the fuck said that so at the end of the day what i've got to say you know is the this: thing. you know you know the, the thing <laughs> <laughs> so anyway back to the amnesty thing i think we do need to show love we need to quit acting this stupid way and i'm and to your point about the red wave get ready because you think that the back of the truck that we're driving in here at Kill the Mockingbirds is loaded up with shotguns and missile launchers and rockets. I've got plenty for the red wave because when they start acting a fool, man, I'm coming in full throttle. They're not going to know what to think because I'm not playing games from any of these people that are falling for these Stupid motherfuckers at the top, man. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I, I got it for all of them, bro. Like, I, I see it coming with that amnesty thing. That got me real heated this week because I'm like, here was your opportunity to prove them wrong. Here was your opportunity be the bigger to person. be the bigger person and prove that you weren't what they made you out to be. And here you are looking like a bunch of dumb fucking Trumpers. Exactly that. Exactly what they call you. And you prove them over and over again. I'm glad you said stupid, dumb Trumpers because that actually leads me into my next clip. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Matt Walsh because I found this on Matt Walsh. I, I did find it. I do like a lot of what he has to say because uh, regardless of who he is or what, I don't really get into the details of if anybody's connected, if they're this or that. I just like the things they say. I like when they look to show critical thinking. Mm -hmm. He's not blindly on the Trump train. And he posted this clip of Trump where now Trump is going at DeSantis now. Trump at 71, Ron DeSanctimonious at 10%, Mike Pence at 7 Oh, Mike's doing better than I thought. Ron DeSanctimonious. <laughs> Ron DeSanctimonious. <laughs> but I feel like Trump's losing his edge. I was like, you know, that was kind of funny, but it wasn't like... It just didn't hit. Like when he did the Bloomberg thing, that was like probably my favorite one of his bits. When he was just like, he's short. He can't even, he needs a booster. Every time we're doing the, the, the debates, he needs to stand on something. That, this, I don't know what it was, but that one, that one got me good. But I don't know, man. I just think that it's kind of 
corny, but it just also reinforced my belief that I'm getting more and more like it's looking more and more that there's going to be this collision with Kanye and, and Trump as somehow joining forces and uniting like the black Israelites with the with the MAGA conservative evangelists. And it's going to be a fucking tag team fucking doomsday fucking scenario because I think that's going to be I very, like, very rough. I like that angle with the uh, the black Israelites, bro, because it's going to be interesting because they do their viewpoint lines up very right wing with a lot of stuff right um outside of guys like maybe larry johnson who are very you know critically thinking in that aspect and he's quick to point out like a kanye or a Kyrie that they're not that they're part of the system and they're not a part of what he is as a black israelite which i can respect that you know people that critically think no matter what their belief system is you know but <clears throat> yeah i can see that happening man i can see some combination, even if Kanye's not running for vice president, he's getting involved, like highly getting involved. Um, and maybe this whole Trump DeSantis thing's a show to lead up to them joining forces. I mean, that could end up happening too, man. I know a lot of people have been predicting that. Um, it's going to be interesting over the next two years, really. This, uh, this election coming up is going to be interesting. Matter of fact, this episode will drop after the election. So I'm interested to see, you know, what people think, you know, uh, but yeah, it's going to be a wild time. This is, I've never seen elections mean so much where people freak out. Especially midterms, Dude, man. I've never seen midterms mean anything, <laughs> man. And people are like, if you don't go vote, you're going to die. Yeah, and I've yeah. watched them on I both know. sides. These commercials. Dude, actually, I get excited when these commercials come on, man, like during a football game or something where I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be good because they're like, look at what he's done. And like, <laughs> man, it gets annoying because then they play the back to back when I'm like, all right, man, like we're already seen this like five times already now you know what you make me want to do you make me not want to vote at all that's what you make me want to do <laughs> well i don't vote so i'm already there <laughs> man i i get it man i'm seeing all these in my mailbox full of bunch of bullshit i'm like man I, you're, you're talking about saving the planet well you could help by fucking stop sending me like 20 flyers a day bro like and it's the same people it's like bro i already got one i don't need another one like <laughs> How many times are you going to send it to me? Like, it's 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 ridiculous. But to end off all this stuff, and end off on a funny note, I, I found this to be a new form of maybe the new psychological warfare that's coming down the pipeline. You know, they, they seeded us with climate change for years and uh, race baiters and uh, different psyops that we've seen. And I think they've already kind of laid a little bit of this out there because they had the whole, you know, oh, NASA uh, got, um, what's his name? Um... Damn, Bruce Willis. The Bruce Willis was out there. Um, he diverted an asteroid. I don't know if you heard about that. NASA and uh, Bruce Willis linked up, got a asteroid to uh, clear our path. But now it seems that there's some more devastating news, my guys. Uh, here you go. A planet killer asteroid has been spotted in Earth's vicinity, the biggest in years. I'm serious about this. Can't make it up. We could be on a collision course many, many years from now. The thing is, scientists aren't sure exactly when. CNN Space and Defense correspondent Kristen Fisher is here to explain uh, just how worried should we be, Kristen? 
Well, you know, Anna, these asteroids definitely pose a risk, but it's a, a different risk. But I tell you what, what, what's more concerning is almost how they were found. There were three large near-Earth asteroids that have been hidden by the glare of the sun, kind of lurking there. And it really poses a problem for telescopes on the ground that are critical for spotting uh, these potentially uh, Earth uh, problem-causing asteroids, you know, or, or asteroids that pose problems for Earth. You have to use telescopes to spot them. And so asteroids, uh, astronomers found these three asteroids, two of them are big enough that they are categorized as planet killers, uh, which means that they are about a kilometer or 0.6 miles across. And one of those asteroids uh, is the largest potentially hazardous asteroid to be discovered uh, in the last eight years. And it does have an orbit that could come close to Earth uh, at some point. We just don't know when, likely many, many generations from now, uh, but certainly could pose a threat down the road. And this is something that happened uh, back in 2019, something very similar, where astronomers noticed a potentially dangerous asteroid just a few days before it made a very close pass to Earth. And so, uh, you know, Anna, we've talked a lot about NASA's DART mission recently, this mission uh, to slam a, a spacecraft into an asteroid and push it off course. NASA was successful in doing that. But in order to make that technology successful, Anna, uh, you have to find the asteroid. You have to see it well in advance. And the reason uh, the discovery announced today is so concerning is because these asteroids, again, just snuck up on astronomers, mm. so it would not allow NASA uh, the time to deploy the kind of technology that was used, uh, successfully used during that DART mission, Anna. Oh, wow. Don't worry, folks. We're going to have somebody on the case. We got it, guys. There's somebody to help us out. And thanks to Donald J. Trump, the commander of the galaxy, we have Space Force. <laughs> They're going to save us, so don't worry. Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, Flat Earthers, I'm on your side. They're lying. They're lying. There's no asteroids. They're lying. You're right. Yeah, there's no asteroids. No yeah, asteroids. that's for sure. <laughs> They're lying. I think that's the new one, man. <laughs> yo, yo, I love, dude. I don't even know if they believe what they're saying, man. When they're saying it, well, like, she even said, "You can't make this up." I'm like, but she sounds like why she's saying that. She sounds like she is making it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talking about three. Earth, Earth <laughs> killing asteroids are hiding behind the sun, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, dog. I know, man. It's, it's like it's, I just feel like they're just hilarious, pulling man. anything out at this point. Like we're just gonna fearmonger whatever we could do to yeah. put in the chamber. Like we're gonna save this one for like you know ten years from now. I'd be like, you remember those asteroids we talked about back then? Man, they're here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I totally thought, man. That's why I thought that was a perfect ender clip. And uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Like, uh, you know, don't forget to like, subscribe, five stars. Uh, appreciate everybody five that's stars. been sharing the show. Conti continue to share the show. It, it, it helps us out. You know, it's something that we five definitely appreciate. Five stars and a nasty comment. That's all we want. <laughs> five hey, stars. Or a thumbs up. Or a thumbs up. I'll take a thumbs up, man. And a nasty comment. <laughs> we want so a nasty much. comment. <laughs> And we have changed um, our Instagram to make it a little easier. Kill the Mockingbirds podcast on Instagram. Kill the Mockingbirds on Telegram. Uh, website, 
kind of in the process. So, like, soon we'll be killthemockingbirds.com. I mean, we got it saved. I mean, we got the domain it's saved. So it's coming. It's coming. You know what I mean? And then Vantessa Music on Instagram. Vantessa on Linktree. Kill the Mockingbirds Linktree, which you can find uh, below of this podcast and all the show notes. And, you know, I, I think that everything going good, man. I think... Uh, also, I think a song we should end out on. I forgot we have a you have a new song, uh, Van Tesla GTA. GTA man. I think we should end out on that. Gentrify them all, gentrify them all, baby. I thought you said gentrify them all at first, and I was like, whoa. Well, so too. when I first be, before I heard the song, I was like, this is gonna be something totally different. We're the best <laughs> race ever. If there's any kind of movement that's gonna be created off of something real, it's gonna be my ginger race, and that's it. That's all there is to it. <laughs> well, you know how we do it here. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Brrah! Brrah! Bird killers! Gotta gentrify just a little bit. Let them scatter through the city just a little bit. I'ma pass it to my nigga in a little bit. Walk away with the cook, come and take it in. Create the crime. Make the law, push your agenda on us all. Flood us upon shit, so we fall. But they can punish and they ball. Late night trip, I was chilling in a trench. You would think they fell across, how they running with a stick. And put a couple blocks to the palm of a kid. Put a couple hundred million in a company that did. From old sex to a young thing, yeah. Now she walking with her nose ring, yeah. Television showed a grown thing. Yeah, you know the rest of the whole thing You gotta make a civil war, my nigga Not a lot, just a little They at the top, but they fingers at fiddle Buzzwords got buzz with big tech in the middle It ain't nothing new, they just addressing the stencil It ain't white, it ain't black It ain't no nigga, it ain't no bitch Sit back and unpack, it's just poor verse rich And put a couple blocks to the palm of a kid Put a couple hundred million in a company that did Gotta gentrify just a little bit Let them scatter through the city just a little bit I'ma pass it to my nigga in a little bit Walk away with the cook, come and take it in Create the crime, make the law Push the agenda, on us all Felt us upon shit, so we fall But they can punish and they ball Three letters moving out for better people When they flood the crayons with the white Take the green ones Trading weapons like stocks Got Zelensky singing, dancing And addressing high heels for machine guns I need you to keep up Government flexing chest like a triple G cup Megan the stallion, tight dick is swinging Got us on the back screaming with our feet up As a civilian fighting the system I'm feeling like I'm a part of something like John Grisham I'm a bizarre mixture of truth I take it from Florida to the West Coast Shatter the glass like bar misses, no ceiling They treat us like some old ties, never rotate Sperm counts looking like a toilet low flow rate While I'm smiling with a shine, no Colgate You know what that means I'm just sitting high, I don't know why they keep falling for all this bullshit Yeah, you, yeah, you I'm just gonna hide from all the smoke when it burns down on all my bullshit You know how I roll Gotta, gotta gentrify just a little bit Let them scatter through the city just a little bit I'ma pass it to my nigga in a little bit Walk away with the cook, come and take it in Create the crime, make the law Push the agenda, on us all Flood us upon shit, so we fall But they can punish and they ball us to leave. They want us to retreat. Just a little checks, bring 
Our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.